Hey sinners, welcome to Diary of a Bald Man. This is Alan Wolford, your host. And it is time to get prepared for today's show with a mind-clearing interruption from the Ukrainian artist, music producer, musician, and DJ, Kirill Babrashev, a.k.a. Dekiba. This is provided by and licensed under Texman. Alan Wolford has produced this podcast for entertainment purposes. Neither this nor any other podcast he produced constitute legal, medical, marital, sexual, or professional advice. The opinions and views presented by Alan are his own and do not reflect the views or opinions of employers, clients, family, Facebook groupies, promotional sponsors, or baby Jesus. Any health information shared or mentioned as an alternative does not create any patient-physician relationship or other professional relationship between the audience and the presenters. No person listening to any podcast from this rocket surgeon should act or refrain from acting based on the content of a podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice and or counseling. Nor shall the information be used to substitute for professional advice and counseling. As stated earlier, this show is for entertainment purposes, not how to lead or change your life. Do what is best for you or what your spouse approves of. Alan Wooford and all guests of the show expressly disclaim all liability relating to any actions taken or not taken based on any and all contents of this site. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This is Alan Wolford, your host. 
So today's recording date is May 30th, 2022, and I hope you had a moment and opportunity to reflect on the soldiers and contractors and military families whose lives were lost or who are now deceased that gave their all to protect our country. You know, it's not just a day for barbecues and going to the pool and going to the lake and things like that. You know, you have to take a moment and reflect on the people and the times that gave us these opportunities, that gave us these freedoms, you know, and that provided us with the security of our nation. So if you haven't done that, take a moment, pray to whoever it is or whatever higher entity you believe in, and thank them for their sacrifices. So I hope you're doing well. I apologize that, uh, you know, this show's a little late coming out, but life interrupts. You know, we have these little things that come up. So what's been happening recently in my life, you know, it, it is the diary of the bald dude. Uh, we're preparing our house to sell. You know, we're getting ready to move a little bit closer to Knoxville. Uh, so the wife has had numerous honeydew tasks and things that we collectively as a family are trying to do. So did it interrupt the podcast? Yes. Did that affect your life? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I know there's quite a few. I get all the emails saying, hey, thank you for this idea on this vitamin. Thank you for telling me about how you lost weight. Thank you for telling me how, you know, you recovered from a suicide attempt. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Acknowledgement's great. But I also receive quite a few negative commentary, and that's not a bad thing. You know, people interpret messages differently. I've had quite a few emails from people that said, hey, you know, what kind of bullshit is this? You go from talking about this year and that year and where you were and what you were doing there to suddenly talking about how your fat ass is now bald and beautiful. Well, yeah, you have to fill in periods of time that are not, you know, restricted to like one century or one specific year. You're talking about events. So I look at it as a positive light. You know, it, it's crazy. We have had a massive jump in downloads. And a lot of it is not on my diary section, you know, 1995, or going in even further from Detroit, Rock City, you know, to a couple of others. It was the life lessons that had the most impact. And what's great about that, you know, when I was talking on the last recording, Chicago, Illinois, and sections of California had the highest downloads. And I found out that some of these were with people I work from. Uh, Spotify has this thing where you could look at age and sexuality and different things to look at who your listeners are. And then you'd know I got the emails. Well, I'll tell you what, it pissed Georgia off unbelievable because where I was talking about Chicago and sections of California going in, Georgia came up and said, fuck that shit. Atlanta and Marietta, Georgia are the number one cities for downloads at this time. Flowery Branch down in Hall County outside of Gainesville, they're third in the state. Then it goes to Washington, Spokane said, fuck everybody, and they've got a high number of downloads. It seems to change, you know, periodically depending on what we're talking about. But, you know, the shows that had the greatest impact was where I went from Fat and Fabulous to Bald and Beautiful, the other one about Take It Like a Man, because what's happening is we're bringing out information most men don't talk about. You know, women talk about this shit all the time. They talk about how they recover from this, how they get over the cramps, what's best for this, what's best for that. But men want to be badasses, which we should be. 
We should be a badass. We should say no to certain things. We should say stuff. But, you know, they're going, Alan, how do I get off this? How do I get off that? And I'm saying, I'm not telling you how to get off. I'm telling you how to do better, how to research better, look at different things. I'm 55 years old. I am not on any medication. Well, I just lied. I'm taking Viagra. I didn't take any now, so, you know, don't worry about the side effects during the show. That's it. I don't take fucking thing else. I've been off the metformin. I've diet controlled. I've lost weight. So it's like I said in the previous episode, when I saw when I was in Alaska that I was going to die within five years, I wasn't just going to rely on the doctor because everybody's interpretation of things are different. He was a great doctor. He gave me great information. You know, that's why I go to him. He's the guy that went through the years of school. I did minimal research. I found out what was best for my body. You have to do the same for you. You have to do the same for you. Interrupt that stuffing of your fucking face with little Debbie and Sarah Lee and all those other beautiful women, you know, and say, wait a minute, this is killing me. I'm on heart medication, cholesterol medication. I'm on shit for this. Good God. Then you're on antidepressants because of the sugar loads. And then you've got, you know, yeast outburst affecting you. Um, let's say, did you have all that before you started doing that and drinking all that shit? No, God, no. So talk to your professional care provider. Look at what you want to do. You can go around by medication shit. You could do it all day long. I don't give a fuck how you live. I just want you to live. Take time for yourself. Interrupt that stuffing your fucking face and drinking all those sodas. Quit putting, you know, all that money into that. Put your money into yourself. And when we come back, we're going to talk about interrupting your life, interrupting other people's lives, because better things will come from it. How to look at it, how to interpret it. You know, we all look at things differently, but what if we had the same glasses to look through? No, rose-colored. Let's just see what's out there and what's a benefit to us. And we'll get back to that in just a moment. In the professional safety community, communication and planning are just a few keys to your program's success. The question many practitioners have is, where do I start? Dr. Jay Allen, the creator of the Safety FM platform and host of the Rated R Safety Show, has built a global foundation to help you along the way. Go to safetyfm.com and listen to some of the industry's best and most involved professionals, including Blaine Hoffman with The Safety Pro, Sam Goodman with The Hop Nerd, Sheldon Primus with The Safety Consultant, Jim Pozell with Safety Wars, Emily Elrod with Unapologetically Bold, and many others. As individuals, we can do great things, but as a team, we become amazing. Dial into safetyfm.com today and surround yourself with a powerful force of knowledge and support. You are listening to Alan Woford on Diary of a Bald Man. This episode is powered by Josh and Laurie Philpott, the owners of Crater City Inc. in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. Visit them on Facebook or CraterCityLink.com. While Alan can and does cause trauma to your mind, Josh and Laurie can add art and beauty to your life and body through ink therapy and body piercing. 
Once the ringing between your ears has stopped and you've recovered from the bald man's rambling, go to mindinconstantmotion.com and submit your comments and suggestions. Now, sit back, shut up and enjoy the show. All right, and we're back. So one of the things that I need to address administratively before we keep going is I know in the you know leading segment, I stated a couple of things, and it just stood out to me. I said sexuality instead of gender. You know, Spotify goes by what people put down their profile, male, female, or I guess now X. You know, I, I, I don't have a penis. I don't have a vagina, so I'm neither male or female. I identify as other. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. That just blows me away. You know, every time I hear that, <clears throat> sexuality, I can understand. Gays, lesbians, uh, transgender, cross-dresser. There's nothing wrong with that. Be, you be you. Don't worry about what people think. If they're not paying your bills, don't let anything they say affect your life. Fuck them. You know, they just don't understand. They would if they took the time to talk to you, all right? So I apologize for saying sexuality instead of gender. One of the other things I stated that some people may take umbrage with is that, you know, people are on antidepressants. So for those that were like, what does sugar have to do? What does yeast have to do with this? One well, part of diabetic support groups, you know, because where I try to help others uh, survive or repair, you know, in the same manner that I did, they state, I'm on this, I'm on this, I'm on this. Oh, and I'm on antidepressants. What it is, it's a psychological response because of all the things going on in their life. Stress, their physical uh, abilities, their physical disabilities, the things that they're going through. You'd be surprised how many fat motherfuckers like I used to be were on antidepressants, were on stuff like this. I told you what happened. I was on Wellbutrin while I was on Wake Island. And because I didn't have any psychological you know, issues that the Wellbutrin helped with. It was to help me physiologically. It was to help me with the depression I was going through, stopping smoking, all the things that brought me to that point where I stuck that bread in my mouth and tried to pull the trigger. So, you know, people said, well, how did you recover from that? It's like got off the Wellbutrin and started taking vitamins, vitamins that help with stress. Magnesium. Magnesium. Seriously. Google magnesium benefits for health, for stress, for things like that. You know, talk to your primary care physician. Magnesium helps a lot with stress. It helps a lot with sugar. Now, there's various types of magnesium. Don't just go out and start buying magnesium citrate because it's cheap, because you're going to be shitting yourself. It does help. You have to have dosages. You have to have certain amounts, certain kinds, and it has to go in with other things. Talk to your primary care physician, right? So, there's your body thing. You know, I'm going to try to add something new each week or each show, you know, talking about simple supplements, simple things. Now, you can get all kinds of things in your food. I told you about the taurine helping me with my tinnitus, helping me with thought patterns, helping me with muscles and cardiovascular. You know, magnesium helps with your heart rate too, helps with stress. Research, talk to your primary care physician, see what you can do. All right. It's just going to take a moment of your time. You're not being interrupted. Your life's not being interrupted. Your life's being repaired. It's being built up. It's being changed so that if there is an interruption, your ass can handle it. Okay? So Merriam-Webster defines an interruption as a stoppage or hindering of activity for a time 
or a break in the continuity of something. That's all it is. Stoppage or hindering of activity for a time or a break in the continuity. And we're often affected by distractions throughout the day, including traffic, work obligations, chores at home, and other people who moderately interrupt our lives. But if you think about it, how many times did one of these events prepare you for or prevent another incident from occurring? You know, if you think about it, let's say you're driving down the road. You're trying to get into work because your ass got up late, you drank too much the night before, you stayed up watching the Ozarks on Netflix, which I am too, so we'll talk about that, right? But you get these interruptions. And simple things that are so aggravating, you know, we let them aggravate us because we get target focus, right? We set our laser downrange, and as soon as we start to send it, up, up pops, you know, a civilian. Well, what are we going to do? We, we don't want casualties, you know, in our interruptions. We don't want anything affected by that. So we focus, you know, and we try to stay focused. Here's an example. So I had to take my email for Mind of Constant Motion. You know, I was getting all these hundreds of emails every day. I had fans. I had suppliers. I had people from the U.S. Safety Professionals Group on Facebook sending and requesting information and support because as a consultant, you know, I try to provide a variety of resources to many people, similar to this podcast. And all of a sudden, I started getting hundreds, not a couple, hundreds of these odd emails through the Mind of Constant Motion page where they were selling me things from like uh, tooth whitening paste, uh, pubic hair trimmers, back shavers, you know, uh, adult diapers. It was like they were targeting my age, you know, or my age group. And it was like, how in the hell was my email? And I go to my thing because where I use WordPress, you know, I could look at how much activities occurred on the page and it would match up perfectly with the actual emails from listeners or from friends or associates doing that first time email, but it didn't show the hundreds of robotic emails I was getting. And it was like, holy shit, you know, what's going on with this? Why, why is my interruption coming in mass quantities? I don't know. I asked an IT guy, he said, your form can be filled out remotely. And they were telling me all these different things. Something I never planned for, something I didn't prepare for because I didn't know this kind of activity could occur. So my professional side and my personal side, my Janus, my center, was interrupted because I couldn't get to the people that needed me due to simple speed bumps like this. So let's look at you. You know, that's just email. You know, I, I, I'm not even going to go into my work email where I have people coming up saying, hey, we have safety software. We have HR software. We have this stuff available for your organization. And I write back to them and say, hey, if you looked me up, you got my email off LinkedIn or something. I am a consultant. I consult and I provide my clients with software and information based off their needs. I research it before I provide it. Like safety reports. Safety reports, I, I push to every client. And, you know, the one reason is I, I auditor is a good program, but you have to build your fields. You have to build your program. And it's not hard. It really isn't. But with a company that's engaged in stuff, 
you know, that kind of slows them down. That kind of hinders them. It interrupts their other planned activities to build this. Safety reports goes in. You say, hey, what industry? Where are you at? Who are you talking to? All right, let's go look it up. Simple things, right? Smooth pattern. Smooth, smooth pattern. But then, you know, we get stuff like that. Forget emails. Emails are a pain in the ass. I would like to start getting email again. You know, they just said, hey, Alan, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Even better, I would love to get snail mail. You guys remember that? Somebody actually took time to handwrite a letter, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and send it to you. I love that shit. Tell you what, I'm going to interrupt this show, and we already know what the interruption is because Merriam-Webster said it. I mean, it said it perfectly, you know. It's a stoppage or hindering of an activity for a time. So let's stop for a second. Let's do snail mail. Any of my listeners that want to send me a letter, this would be beautiful. This would be something. You know, we talk about communication all the time. But let me interrupt this for a moment. Go to Google, put in Alan the Safety Guy. It'll pull up my address, 1314 Elm Village Court, Dandridge, Tennessee, 37725. Send me an envelope. I'll write you back. Let's interrupt our life and do something that used to be beneficial so we don't get these stupid emails. You know, and, and they're not all stupid because sometimes we have to share a file, you know, I'll put it in a Google Drive, throw it out there. But wouldn't that be great to know that someone interrupted their activity, interrupted their life to do something just for you? Three, four, five sentences. Who gives a fuck? Send it. I'll write you back. I'll even do it in cursive if you can read that shit. But okay, so... Let's think about that. Let's do a snail mail. Let's get that involved. Let's get back to you. So you're driving down the road. You see somebody with a Florida plate with handicap stickers on it, and they're doing like 65 and a 70. And they're taking up that hammer lane, and you're trying to get to work. You know, you got a meeting in 20 minutes. you got to get this. What if that happened for a reason? What if, and think about this, what if there was a higher level of thought or a higher being saying, slow down? Slow down. Slow down. Take a moment. Enjoy the ride. Put on some music. Listen to Diary of a Bald Man. Don't rush to get into something. Because if you think about what's actually occurring, you're starting to panic. Panic then will lead to like aggressive driving. And you're going to miss stuff because you're focused on that Florida plate with the handicap sticker and it's on a Prius. That fucking pisses me off. I love Toyota, but I hate a fucking Prius because I've seen some of them fly like a small jet engine and others that just putt-putt across. But the reason this interruption is good for you because where you're anxious about that presentation, where you're anxious about getting in, it starts to change you. Your personality becomes aggressive. Your, your demeanor becomes hateful. Is that a positive or is that a negative impact on your life? Because now it's changing your heart rate, your disposition. And if you remember from the previous podcast, whatever you project, other people are going to reflect. It's called mirroring. So you get to your office, you're late, you're pissed off. If you go in with positive attitudes and, hey, sorry, it was traffic. I didn't want to try and sling around them because a tractor trailer at that time suddenly came over to that center lane and I'd be dead. Thankfully, that handicapped individual with Florida in a Prius listening to country music, who knows why, 
God forbid, kept me from dying. Yeah, things like that actually occur. There have been situations where people were so targeted on their mission, so targeted on getting something done. I'll give you, you know, some examples. There was a guy in Alabama about six weeks ago. I saw this on Facebook. And he was saying that he was out there, but the dog kept running in front of his mower, kept running back and forth in front of it, and he had to stop. As he walked away, pulling the dog to get him into the house, he started hearing the rattles. The dog stopped where he was going because he was heading towards rattlesnakes. And that dog was trying to alert him. It freaked him out. What if his dog, the family pet, that we, a lot of us, including myself, look as a family member, hadn't alerted him. And he went up to that area. Could the snake have bit him? Yeah. But it wasn't just one snake. It was a group of snakes. I don't know the whole thing he put down. Had it not been the dog interrupting him and getting him off that mower where he had to take him in, what would have happened? Yeah. Look at Paul Brown was driving through traffic in Atlanta and suddenly all these cars pull over the side. He went to the right to go over and another car got up and started waving at him. And it was because there was a car fire up ahead. He almost slammed into the back of it trying to sling around cars. But some intervention prevented him from doing that. He was late, but one of the great things was he had a fire extinguisher in his car. When he did that thing on TikTok, you know, people was like, oh my God, you know, I almost slammed into this. I almost did that. But because of the way the cars came around, positioned him, he got out and he had a fire extinguisher in his vehicle. He was on time to prevent it from spreading and possibly creating something different. Think about times in your life when something interrupted you. Someone stopped you in the hallway to communicate. They seemed depressed. They seemed anxious. And you're going back and forth because it's like, man, I'm sorry. I got to go. I got to do this. But then you realize in a segment, hey, something's going on with him. Let me talk to HR. Let me pull back. He stopped you long enough where you may have saved his life or her life. It happens. You know, there was a great movie. I can't remember the name of it. I, I really can't. And I feel bad. Where this one guy had the ability to read people's minds. And one of the things he noticed was this woman that was depressed. You know, he was using it to gain marketing things, you know, and he was using it to get information to do better than everybody else. But what he could pick up was on the emotions. He could hear what was going on in the thoughts. And he heard this girl that wanted to kill herself. If you had that ability, and you do, because again, you know, get off your laser, turn it off, don't go downrange, don't send it, but look around your environment. Let yourself be interrupted for a moment to see what's around you and what's occurring. You might see that individual. You may know that individual. You may know, hey, they've got all this stuff going on. You know, and this happened quite frequently last year. During the pandemic, numerous, numerous people here in East Tennessee lost their homes. You know, they couldn't go to work. They couldn't find alternative work, except maybe like Uber Eats or you know, some of these driving things. And then they got involved in that. They lost their homes. It was tough for them to find food for their families. Their things were interrupted. So guess what they started to do? Plant gardens. Yeah. They looked at things that preppers and everybody else were doing. And because 
the price of everything had gone up because shortage of supply, that interruption taught them, hey, I need to do better. I need to take this and learn to provide for myself, provide for my family. And let's not forget, you know, some interruptions. We plan, we prepare, we communicate, engage, you know, things I talk about all the time. But what are we planning for? Are we planning for that next step in the Janus stage where, okay, I'm going to allot this time for work, I'm going to allot this time for family. But interruptions put in that time for you. You can reflect. If something stops, you know, I, I've said in previous podcasts, God will be done. If it's my turn to die, I'm ready for it. Do I want to? Not yet. I really don't. But if I have to die, you know, I know the wife's going to be provided for due to insurance and stuff. You know, we're trying so so hard to get into our new home and get things going. You know, I've got to see my kids. Um, I've, I've got a great job. I work with great clients. I prepare them the best I can. But if it's interrupted, how's my life going to change? The focus will be on me or what's I'm facing right there. So like the people who lost their homes here in East Tennessee and in other places too, I'm not saying this was a unique thing to East Tennessee, you know, but I look at when we move, what am I going to do better for me? Because I can't do shit for you, my clients or my family, if I don't take care of myself. And like I was talking to people interrupting stuff in their face, you know, think about that. Interrupt your normal habits to save yourself, to do better, to provide more. It's not a bad thing. You know, we look at things and we get so angry because we feel we're losing control. We're not. We're not. Sometimes a higher being, a higher mental thing tells us, whoa, stop, redirect. You're in a shitty mood. You're in an aggressive mood. You're in this. Take a moment to breathe. Right now, take a breath. It's simple. Take that moment when somebody jams on your brakes, the universe hits your brakes, whatever happens, and think about this is a negative event, but what's the positive? I can think about something before I go in. I can passionately give out this information instead of angrily giving out. Well, anger and passion, they're basically the same thing. One's on a positive note, or you could be passionately aggressive. You know, there's so many different ways to do it. Again, everybody has a different interpretation. Interruptions are the time when we could stop and let our heart get back to a normal rate, where we can get our lives get back to a normal rate. You know, if a kid's jump on you while you're typing up a paper, fucking stop. Give them five minutes. Because if they're gone tomorrow, that time cannot be recovered. There's nothing you can do. If you're angry about something, interrupt that thought process. Think about what makes you happy, right? You could get happy in the same fucking mental state that you got angry in. Anger is if we feel that something has occurred. You know, here's a simple example. Your girlfriend goes out with somebody, other dude. Okay, that's fine. If it was meant to be, it'll be. And then if you can honestly say, hey, did you have a good time? Do this. Be positive. You know, she's going to look at that. Okay, you weren't threatened by it. And if, it, if you are threatened by it, is it because you're not interrupting your schedule? You're not interrupting all the things you're doing, all the fun you're having. You know, and you're basing that she shouldn't be doing that or he, whatever, you know, shouldn't be doing the same thing. 
Well, that's on you. You interpret things differently. You know, I hate to say that, but it's occurring so much now. People are leaving relationships because you're too focused on this. You're too focused on that. We overfocus. We have to interrupt that sight picture. Take the laser down from down range and put yourself out there. Stop a moment. Five minutes. Give them five minutes. Give them the best five minutes ever. Okay, for some of you, maybe two, two and a half minutes. Whatever it takes because you don't need that recovery time. But if you're willing to fight for it, are you willing to keep it as well? You know, that's the thing. Plan your day. Prepare for these small incidents. Prepare for interruptions. You know, mentally say, hey, things are going to happen. Shit's going to happen. Communicate, hey, I'm, I'm targeted on this. Can you come back in 10 minutes? But then actually engage them. Don't be a motherfucker. Don't stop and say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that. If you plan for your thing, they came up out of need, you may have shortened their plan and their ability because you're the one person that had foresight. You had the one thing or the one bit of knowledge, information, or skills that they actually needed to complete their life for that day. You know what? Focus on taking your own interruption, taking your own break, taking your own breath. Meditate on the positive. It's going to do great things. It is. Don't be mad at people that step up. Reach out to them because you may be that one thing that keeps them from falling over the edge. Think about it. You're a lifesaver. I love you. God bless you. Now get the fuck out of here and enjoy your day. You've been listening to the Diary of a Bald Man. How do you feel? A little dizzy? Maybe a little nauseous? That was one hell of a ride, I know. It's our passion to make you feel as uncomfortable as possible. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, Google Alan the Safety Guy. You'll find all the socials there. Connect with us, or else. See you next time on Diary of a Bald Man. <laughs>